So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you're looking for more information, find us online at SoWeMetOnline.com and all social media at So We Met Online. Today's episode is sponsored by me. Well, not me exactly, my company, A Little Nudge. Running an online dating coach business during a pandemic isn't exactly the easiest thing, but I am still working with clients and I'm coming up with new and creative ways to do that. So if you're interested, you can go to alittlenudge.com or you can email info, I-N-F-O, at alittlenudge.com. So we met online. We met on, well, we didn't meet. We connected on Hinge. You've used Hinge, right? I think once or twice, yeah. Well, Hinge is similar to all of the other dating apps, but they tout themselves on not swiping. Like, it's not like Tinder. You don't have to swipe left and right. But you do have to hit a button that says whether you like someone or not. So it's not like it's that novel, but people like it. It's a good site. And I connected with someone and we were planning to meet for a coffee, I think, at one o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. My new thing is I really like Irish coffee, which is a coffee with, I guess, Jameson and maybe Bailey's, if I got that wrong, sorry. But it feels like a coffee, but it's also a drink. So it's totally appropriate at any time of day. Yeah, especially one o'clock on a Sunday. People are drinking Bloody Marys. so That's that's true. (laughs) Since the date was at one, I decided to go to a gym class, like a fitness class. I think it was at... 11.45 maybe, and it was over. I remember it was over at 12.40, which would have been pushing it a little. I could get to the date at one and, you know, rinse off and everything. But I wanted to know if I could push the date back a little bit. And before the gym, I had texted him a message just saying, hey, do you mind if we push back to 1.15 just so I'm not running late? So I'm at my gym class and... I check my phone after the class. It was over at 1240, like I said. And I had gotten a text from him at 1234. So just five minutes before, Mm -hmm. which one would assume it's I'll see you soon or I'm running a few minutes late. Sure. It just says, hey, how's it going? Okay. Okay. That's weird. Weird. So I wrote at 1241, right when I stepped out of a gym, hi. Looking forward to seeing you soon. He didn't answer that part. So I just wrote, did you get my note about 1.15? If you'll still be there at 1, then I will hurry. I never heard back. So I rushed to get ready. I get there at 1 o'clock. I don't know, like Speedy Gonzalez came over me. I'm sitting there waiting at 1.09. Now keep in mind, this is nine minutes after we were originally supposed to meet. Yep. I get a text that says, I did get your message. Is there any chance we can reschedule for tomorrow? Something with the family has come up. Uh, the family. So I don't know if he forgot, because why else is he texting me at 1234 saying, how's it going? It's really hard for me to imagine that somebody forgot when we had just confirmed our plans the night before. And so at 111, I write, is that a joke? Huh. I assumed you were already here. Right. 
And that was it. I know emergencies can come up. One, I don't think this was an emergency. But two, show some respect for another person's time, even if you've never met. All he had to do at 1234 when he texted, hey, how's it going, was postpone, cancel. What's going on here? He was never coming, clearly. But why go through the rigmarole of confirming and checking in? I don't know. Show some class. It's funny. I was stood up. That's not the funny part, obviously. (laughs) But But I called my friend and we were just chit-chatting and I told her what happened. I didn't take it personally, obviously. I was angry that my time was wasted, but I'm not one to sit around and mope about it. So it's funny. She actually had told me about this new kind of corner shop slash pizza place that she found recently. And I thought, you know what? I haven't ordered anything yet. This is the perfect opportunity to try out this new corner pizza place. (laughs) And I heard they allowed dogs inside, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. So I went home from the date that was not to be, grabbed Scruffy, walked to the corner pizza place, like a 20 minute walk, went in and got myself the most glorious pizza. And I took a picture of it and sent it to my friend, not to the date, mind you. You know what? I had a better afternoon by myself. But that doesn't mean it's okay. None of this is okay. You know as well as I do that I always preach showing respect, canceling with ample time before the date if you know you need to cancel, and just valuing other people's time as much as you value your own. I should not have to tell people, don't cancel the date after the time the date was supposed to have started. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, I agree. And we touched on this a little bit last week with our hiding behind technology, you know, episode. Yeah. But the reality is, is you also know that we use technology as a way to get out of things. It's not an excuse for being rude, but there are more than enough people out there. Look, heck, I teach online courses as well. And, and when I teach online, if somebody doesn't turn in the homework, the very first mm-hmm. thing they jump to is, oh, you know, we had a family emergency or, oh, something has come up. Now, I have no idea if a family emergency has come up or if their dog actually ate their computer. Right. Unfortunately, it's the mindset that a lot of people are in today. And the game that you've mm-hmm. talked about, like, oh, you know, he probably wasn't planning on going a day ago, but he has to figure out a way to let you down easily. Like, oh, I, you know, I can't wait to see you and, and make it appear as if you are actually going to show up. And then at the last moment, oh, I'm sorry, something came up and I can't make it. It wasn't because even the last moment. It was after I was already <laughs> sitting there. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I, I think it is about this concept of there is no accountability. There is no conflict when I can just simply send you a text message. Have you been stood up, Chris? Uh, yeah, of, of course. Well, actually, I have a very similar story. And I think I shared this once before. I met somebody online. We decided to meet up for bagels. So maybe not coffee, but, but bagels. Are you sure this isn't my story? No, nope, different story, bagels. Because well, I told a bagel story where I got stood up. Uh-huh, yep. So I arranged to, to meet at the bagel place. I get there and I get a text message from her. So the date was like at, we'll say, 2 o'clock. 
And at 158, I get a message from her saying, looking forward to seeing you or something along those lines. And I'm pulling in and I'm like, just got here. Can't oh, wait. Oh yeah, pulling in. I forgot everyone <laughs> drives in LA. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Let me know when you get here. Now I walk in, it's a small bagel shop. There's no one there except for the people behind the counter. And I'm waiting five minutes, 10 minutes you know, go by. And I text and I say, I'm here. Are you close? And she responds. She says, I was waiting for you. I didn't see anybody that looked like you. So I left. Uh, Did she go to the wrong place? There's only like one bagel shop in. (laughs) It's not like New York City where there's one every block. Well, there's one in the 20 mile radius, you know, so could she have maybe, but it wasn't even that. It was simply, I didn't see you. So I left. And I didn't, no message, no, you know, saying I'm here as well. I don't see you. What are you wearing? Uh, I'm the only one in the bagel shop right now, like waving my hand. So it was after, it was at least 10 minutes after the date. And, you know, what do you say? I, I just don't think she showed up. Yeah. So I have a question. It's a little bit of a tangent from what we're talking about, but fairly recently, a client of mine who had confirmed her date with somebody, shows up at the venue, the person is not there, rather than doing what you or I would do, which is texting and saying, are you here? She just sat and simmered and got angrier and angrier. Mm -hmm. And she texted me and I said, oh, what did he say when you texted him? Oh, I didn't. (sighs) Okay, I know we all have pride or whatever, but... I don't understand why you wouldn't just ask where the person is. And I I do this scenario sometimes with clients where, and I hate to say this, but it is often women who just wait and wait and wait till somebody reaches out to them. And I flip the situation and say, what if it were me? Or what if it were your best friend? Okay, let's say you were meeting me slash your best friend for a cup of coffee or a drink. We're meeting at five. You don't see me at five. What do you do? And the obvious answer is, I text you and ask where you are. Mm -hmm. And I said, so why are you so afraid to do that when it's a date or when it's somebody you like? And someone once said to me when I asked that, well, I don't want to seem like a chump. No, the chump is the one who sits around waiting and doesn't ask. The chump is the one that doesn't show up. Agree. Okay. The secondary chump (laughs) is the one who doesn't ask. There is a mindset to that. Like you explained that you went off and got a slice of pizza. I actually said, give me a dozen bagels to go, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm at the bagel shop. I'm going to get a bagel. Uh, Right. And I make the best of the situation. We both make the best of the situation. But But some people don't. And some people stew. Yeah. But there's also Maybe I I am hungry. I said, I said simmer. I said stew. Yes, the puns are out Maybe I just need to eat dinner. (laughs) There is a mindset, though, unfortunately, that is also about a certain level of rejection. Like somebody not showing up for the date, you've already been rejected. But then emailing or messaging to find out where they are is almost like an, another rejection or an extension of that rejection. Well, and I I'm think there you are reach people- out to the person before you know they're not showing up. Yeah, I, I get that. But like if I you can, didn't if you weren't there at five o'clock and we said we were meeting, I would text you and say, Hey, are you inside? There are going to be people. Now I do this at work where I have a meeting 
and somebody's not showing up, I give them five minutes. I'm like, okay, they're probably okay. running late. I may even give them 10 minutes. And then I might message them saying, hey, are you going to make it to the meeting? I mean, even like in classrooms, if you remember any time you went to class, it was like, oh, teacher hasn't shown up. 15 minute limit. Great. Class is canceled. I'm out. Mm-hmm. You're not texting the teacher like, are you coming to class? Well, um, that's different. I'm just putting in different scenarios. So I think there are people out there that are not going to immediately message and think, you know what? I'm going to sit here and wait and see if they show up. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. And then maybe there's a point where you start to question like, okay, what's going on? Maybe that is after the five minute mark. I don't know. Everybody, it's going to be different. And I'm sure there's some people out there who are going to sit there and keep waiting for 10 minutes. And the more they wait, the more frustrated they get, the more rejected they feel, the more upset, stewing. (laughs) But I do think that there are going to be different kind of levels to that for different people. The moral of the story is don't stand someone up, but you're right. There are so many ways one could react. First, I want to share with all of our listeners, if somebody stands you up, it has nothing to do with you. That's a them problem, not a you problem. I just want to make that very clear because you could internalize it day in and day out. But the reality of it is this person did not know you. And so it's not a personal thing. I will flip that also, even though I completely and totally agree with you. And there's no way of knowing this. So it ultimately is not a you issue. But, you know, people do sometimes get scared. People do get cold feet. People do uh, hear something in a conversation that may not jive. We've talked about this before. And one of your bits of advice is to not have long conversations, text messaging conversations before your date, because what can it do? It potentially could make something happen. You could potentially say something that causes the date to be canceled. That could happen. And somebody could say, you know what? They said something. I, I'm just not jiving with it. I, I don't want to show up to this date. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't be respectful and say, you know what? I, it's been fun chatting with you, and I just don't think this is going to work. But I do think that there are also two sides. We really don't have any idea what really happened or why a person makes the decision to cancel a date or not show up, the respectful thing to do is to notify them and say, give them information like, you know, I'm sorry, this is, I'm not going to be there. But that's not to say that there isn't some other, you know, rationale behind the scenes. How about we take a break and we come back afterwards and talk a little bit more about the things you should and shouldn't do if you're going to break a date. Hey everyone, thanks for being loyal and wonderful listeners of So We Met Online. Chris and I couldn't be more excited to share season five with you. Now, what is this big, exciting news we have to share? Well, we are going to be coming out with new episodes every Sunday. You heard that correctly, once a week, every Sunday. So now you can hear your two favorite hosts. And no, I'm not talking about Ira Glass. And I'm not talking about Michael Barbaro. I'm talking about Chris and Erica. We'll be here in your podcast inbox or wherever you get your podcasts every week. And we can't wait. So just before the break, we were talking about being stood up and ways that we could potentially cope with that. So how about some techniques about what you could 
do to kind of get through that if this situation arises? Well, like I said, it's very easy to think, why did this person do this to me and make it about yourself? And of course, it feels personal because you're the one sitting there at 109 waiting for the person who's not showing up. But again, like I said, this is not a personal thing. And unfortunately, a lot of people sort of sink deep into a hole if or when that happens. And I want to encourage everyone not to, especially, you know, clients of mine tell me stuff like this all the time. A lot of people generalize when these kinds of things happen, like, oh, we connected on Hinge. I hate Hinge because I got stood up by someone on Hinge. Or I hate men because a man stood me up. Or I'm never going to this venue again because it gives me bad memories of being stood up. Or I'm never talking to someone of that age again because it must be because he was older, younger, whatever, that he stood me up. I can't encourage everyone enough not to generalize because in doing that, let's take the first example. He was from Hinge, so I hate Hinge. I'm quitting Hinge. I see this happen all the time. First of all, these stories luckily are outliers. You know, everyone has a horror story and a love story, and that's what we remember. Most are somewhere in the middle. So if you say to yourself, I'm quitting Hinge because I got stood up, you've now One, prevented yourself from meeting amazing people on Hinge. And two, let this jerk control the outcome of your dating life. Yeah, and reality is, is you can go over to another dating app like Bumble and get stood up again. And you can then go to something that you're actually paying for, like an eHarmony and get stood up again. There's no rhyme or reason to what you said. Anything about the demographic, the apps, the situation, as we talked about you know, before the break, it really just boils down to that person who makes that decision right. to not show up. I think it's interesting, and we could probably do a whole other episode on this now that I'm thinking about it, but the generalizations people make based on their own perceptions about yep. something. Oh, yeah. Like, for example, I know so many people, and, and again, I do think I want to talk separately about this too, but just briefly... Let's take as one example, someone who's of a certain age, some arbitrary age and never been married. I know so many people, clients who say, well, I would never go out with someone who's this age and has never been married because I tried it once and this person was afraid of commitment or this person was selfish. And I always do this thing where, again, I flip it around and I say the opposite of what you think I might say. I might say. Well, have you ever gone out with someone divorced who was selfish (laughs) or someone divorced who was afraid of commitment? Well, yeah. So why are we attributing characteristics to one thing in a person? It's like, oh, if someone's immature and they happen to be younger, I'm never going out with anyone younger again. When you think it, it comes true. So if you think that all younger people are immature, you are going to find the thing that is immature about this person. If you think all people who have never been married are selfish, you will find selfish things in that person because it always manifests itself. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly what I was referring to before the break as well. There's nothing that says that that person who decides to stand you up didn't 
have that preconception about you in some way. They could very well have said, oh, I just realized that, you know, you're a certain age and I typically don't date people of this age because this happened in my past. And so just because of that, I'm not going to show up to this date. Now, again, we have said you should still be kind and, and compassionate towards people and break up the date positively in some way, or at least communicate that you're not going to show up. But those preferences or those mindsets, those stereotypes are definitely happening on both sides. I agree. So we've already talked about what not to do if you're stood up, you know, don't take it personally. Don't sit there and think, woe is me, even though, hey, you're allowed to think woe is me in the moment. I thought woe is me when I was sitting there all by myself. But then it's a mindset shift. I'm glad this person didn't show up because if that's how they treat people, now I know. Or I just gained an hour and a half out of my life back. I'm going to do an adult coloring book or whatever the thing is that you enjoy doing. But it's all about a mind shift. Sure. And how about this? Do you give that person a second chance? I say no. But unless it's something that is actually an emergency, or I guess what one perceives as an emergency. So in this case, he asked to reschedule. I said no, because you didn't respect my time. You could have told me in your what's up text or whatever, half an hour before the date that you were canceling. So in that case, no, I would not give someone a second chance. But there's going to be plenty of people out there that would give that person a second chance. Yes. Well, you know, the bird story, right. I think it was the first, yep. <laughs> the first story of maybe season four, where my client did have to stand up a date because one of his birds broke his leg and he had to race to the emergency vet, <laughs> which it was a whole thing. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's very funny. The birds are fine. Anyway, he did stand her up and did ask to reschedule and was extraordinarily apologetic and tried to get in touch by any means he could to tell her he was not coming. Unfortunately for both of them, she had already arrived at the venue, but she was really understanding considering he really respected her and respected her time. And even though he could not show up, he made every effort to make a wrong a right. Yeah, I think there's something in that. It's clear that you're not going to be there, but it's in your communication and your approach on why you're not there and how you're going to make it up. And if it seems genuine, if it sincerely looks like something happened and you want to reschedule, then sure, absolutely, go for it. Try again. If they stand you up a second time, that's a whole nother issue. But <laughs> <laughs> I think there's absolutely opportunities for reconsidering and, and taking them up on a, on, on a redo. It doesn't take much to get someone back on your side. Generally, it's a sincere apology. If someone's running really late even and they walk in like they own the place and don't even bother to say sorry for, you know, making you wait for me, that's inexcusable to me. But if they apologize and show remorse for wasting some of my time, of course they get a chance. It's really just how you deal with situations and not just dating. This is in life. Yeah, I had somebody show up an hour late to a date and I stayed That's there. That's insane. Yeah, I, I stayed there, but we were communicating in between and she said she was running late. Uh, I mean, I, I think I shared the story. I, I don't have to get into it right now, but the longer it went on, the more frustrating it was. And she showed up and 
the thing that stood out to me the most was not that she mm-hmm. showed up an hour late, but after she showed up an hour late, she didn't say she was sorry. She just <sighs> accepted that she's here. Thank you for waiting. And, you know, there was no remorse or gratitude or anything about her being that late. It was simply, huh, you get the privilege of seeing me tonight. So thank you. Ew. Yeah. I mean, if I'm that late and look, I've been very late traffic trains delay, you know, some things are just out of your control. As long as you keep the person abreast of the situation, that's fine. Just keep them in the loop. And I always make a point to offer, even if it's a a first date, I make a point to offer to pay for the date if I am exceptionally late, whether it's a friend or a date, because I feel badly. And in addition to apologizing, the thing I think of that can compensate a little bit, and honestly, it's mostly to make myself feel better, is to pay. Yeah, but you are the exception. I mean, I think there's a lot of wonderful people out there. All of our listeners are wonderful, but you know that not everybody looks at things the way that you do or that I do or that the way our listeners do. And that's the problem. I mean, look, I'm not perfect at all. I'm, I'm late for a lot of things. It's just acknowledging that you're not taking the other person's time for granted. Right. So I have a quick question for you just to try to wrap this up. If we were to create a five-step cheat sheet for people to (laughs) pop in their pockets for every time that they're stood up, not that that's often, but- I hope it doesn't happen five times or (laughs) any times. (laughs) But what would our five-step cheat sheet look like? I would say first, if the person is not there, do reach out. Just put pride aside for a minute and reach out and say, are you here? Step one, are you here? Are you okay? Are you coming? What's going on? Reach out. Got it. Okay, step two, take a deep (laughs) breath. Take a deep breath. Yes, I like that. Step two, take a deep breath. It's okay. It really is okay. I mean, it's all the cliches that you can ever imagine in one breath. It's, there's more fish out in the sea. It's sunny on the other side. You know, whatever you want to say, just take (laughs) a deep breath. The bagels always have a hole in them. You know, everything is going to be okay. Still thinking about bagels. Yes, I think I'm going to run and get a bagel And I would say with step two, with a deep breath, don't be embarrassed. I know you might feel embarrassed if you're there by yourself and it becomes clear to a bartender or something that your date is not showing up. Your bartender... Everyone knows it's not you. Especially if you're at a table waiting for your date and your server comes to you continuously for an hour asking if you're ready to order yet. Yeah. You know what? Go crazy. Order a steak. Yeah. Okay. So we got reach out, take a deep breath. Step three. Make the most of the time. Absolutely. Whatever that means to you. Maybe that means sticking around and getting a drink or getting bagels. Remember the time I got canceled, not stood up, but canceled on very shortly before the time of the date. I was craving those chicken wings so bad. I still went and ate those chicken wings and ended up having a great conversation with people I met at the bar. So whatever makes you feel good about yourself is what you should do in that time. Maybe it's going home and watching an episode of a show you like. Maybe it's ordering the food or drink anyway. Maybe it's taking a walk. Whatever it is, use that time rather than sulking. Absolutely, which goes into step four, which I would say is figure out what the time max is that you are willing to wait. Again, it's gonna be different for everybody, 
But if you're going to make the most of that time, figure out what your limit is. Is that 15 minutes? Is that 20 minutes? Is that two minutes? And then you're up and out of there. Like, what is that time limit? Make it a staple for you and then make the most of your time within that time limit that you decide that you're going to stick it out. And then lastly, step five, get back out there. Remember, we're not going to generalize about this person. We're going to put it aside, say, you know, that was a situation that stunk. Stunk. (laughs) I I sound like an old lady half the time I talk. Yeah, it really stinks. Get back out there. Try not to let that person change your view of dating or change your view of people. There are amazing people out there. You just happen to come across a dud. And I can't think of a better way to end this episode. Thank you, Erica, for your insights tonight. I appreciate it. And thank you. And thank you for your outsides tonight. They're handsome as ever. Thanks for listening.